Hello, welcome to another episode of LFC Reactions. This one, FC Porto versus Liverpool in the Champions League. Yes, it is uh, round two of the group stage in the Champions League. Um, we know that we come away from Brentford with a, I'd have to say, disappointing 3-3 draw. Uh, as we had two goals we were in the lead, sorry, we were in the lead twice and then conceded uh, very free sloppy goals uh, overall. Um, but there was a time and a chance to forget about all the stuff that's happened on Saturday and put your focus on European Cup, on the European Cup. Um, FC Porto, we're, not, we've, we're very familiar with um, in recent years. Was it eighteen nineteen? Yep, eighteen nineteen, where we knocked them out of the cup. Um, also seventeen eighteen, where we knocked them out of the cup as well. So it was only last season or the season before that where we never really got to play Porto, unfortunately. But um, but yeah, now they popped up on the radar again, and this time it's a group stage setting. Having that familiarity in recent years will be beneficial. But we know Porto. Who are champions of Portugal? They come. They came into this game, uh, eighteen games unbeaten. Liverpool coming into this game, seventeen games unbeaten. Uh, so something had to give tonight, and we'll get into performances and all the rest. Um, so yeah, let's get into the lineup for today. So in goal, Allison, left back, Robertson, centre backs, Van Dijk, Matip, right back, James Milner. Your midfield three. Henderson, Fabinho, Curtis Jones, up front, Salah, Mane, Diogo Jota. Yes, so the noticeable change, James Milner replacing Trent Alexander-Arnold. Um, yesterday, the rumours was that Trent had illness or something like this. Um, that was the rumours that were popping up. It was confirmed today that he has a sore groin. And then Jurgen Klopp mentioned um, on Sunday... No, he mentioned just before the game commenced today that um, he might be out of the Man City game on Sunday. So, very worrying times um, for us coming into that crucial game on Sunday where you want to set pace in the Premier League. You want to assert some sort of dominance um, over Man City as... The, there's literally a one point gap between us and them. Um, yeah, in terms of everything else with the lineup, I'm very glad Klopp has pretty much stuck with the same team from Saturday. Um, Curtis Jones, especially, keeping his place, even though we knew Cater was back in training again. Um, so, yeah, Kate, and Curtis Jones, we know, had an absolute sensational game. He scored a goal, made things happen. And he was doing what Harvey Elliott was doing for us just before he had that nasty injury against Leeds. Um, and now we got Curtis Jones carrying the baton and pushing forward. So, yeah, uh, everything else, everything else in the lineup, not really, not much complaints, really. So, yeah, let's get into it. So, yeah, the game starts now. And I'd say for like the first 10, no, I'd say for like the first seven minutes. It looked like Porto were kind of a little bit more energetic than us. 
just in terms of them feeding off the atmosphere. Um, just, I don't know, showing some sort of intensity. Whereas with Liverpool, it was just a case of still finding their rhythm. And um, after that 10-minute spell of Liverpool finding their rhythm, they started to assert themselves. Um, and then the first chance came after like, I'd say 17 minutes, roughly 17 minutes. Yeah, um, just just simple. Andy Robertson picks up the ball, lots of space. Curtis Jones um, runs from central to um, down the channels. He picks up, he picks up the ball received, passed by uh, Robertson. Curtis Jones just lifts his head up, dribbles, 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 enters eighteen yard box, cuts in, shoots at the goalkeeper. Keeper kind of half palms it away. But he doesn't really have any conviction with the save. Um, the Porto defender looks like he's about to clear this ball. But Mo Salah just uses his instinct to just literally toe-poke the ball past um, the goalkeeper. And you watch the ball slowly roll into the net. 1-0 Liverpool. Another goal for Mohamed Salah. Um, that's like six goals in six games now. He's a frightening form at the minute. Frightening form. And also, once again, wonderful play from Curtis Jones. Um, it was almost Coutinho S, just how he picked up the ball, run, cut in, and shoot. That's what you want to see from Curtis Jones, way more. And last season, yes, he was showing glimpses of that, but he was being far too passive. Whereas in youth games, when you've seen Curtis Jones at under 23 level, he was not, he was. The most adventurous guy, just assertive all the time, ball progressive, and doing all the positive things that you want to see from um, Curtis Jones. And he, and once he implements that at senior level, he'll be a frightening player, absolutely. But I don't want to see him be passive anymore. I want to see assertive Curtis Jones because that's how much that's how much talent this boy possesses. I don't want him to hide that talent anymore. You saw what he did against Brentford and. It was a fantastic start uh, today as well. And then after that goal, it just... Oh, the shift in momentum. You could almost immediately feel it. Um, just Porto were just trying to figure out how to create something. But they were just uh, surplus to requirements in terms of creativity. Their capacity in terms of creativity was capped. Where, and Liverpool were just absorbed it. Pressure of ease, doing the bare minimum, um, and it was just Liverpool just spreading lines, creating the play. You could tell um, in the overall in that first half that Liverpool were the fitter team, the stronger team, more physical team, and the more assertive team. Um, and yeah, the commentators said that the Porto Stadium, you don't get, it doesn't feel like a frightening stadium for away teams. And that probably explains why Liverpool have done well in recent years when they've had to go to this stadium. Because we've come to this stadium twice now. And both times we've won either 5-0 or 4-1. So the fact it's almost like a holiday kind of result how we treat this Porto place. Because we don't let atmosphere um, rattle our game at all. Um, yeah, Liverpool were just assertive on the ball. There was times where Henderson was uh, bombing a bit more forward at times. He he would be spamming crosses, but it wouldn't work. But 
in terms of physicality and pressing the ball done really well. James Milner at right back, he played really well in that first half. Um, he played really, he didn't look out of place at all. And you're coming up against a tricky number seven, um, who who is meant to test, who is meant to test you. I guess the only time where you could kind of half criticize Milner, um, when he cleared the ball with his weaker foot, gave the ball away to Porto player. Um and then Porto create a chance from it. They take the ball wide. It's crossed in, falls to that nippy number seven. But the the shot was so passive and it was a comfortable save for Allison in the end. It didn't really make much of a difference. Um, and then yes, yeah, second goal happens now. Um, I'd say about thirty ninth minute. Uh, James Milner on the ball. Lots of time. He looks up. See Sadio Mane run back post. Whips the ball in. Lots of pace on it. Keeper comes out. It looks like the, all the keeper had to do is... All the Porto had to keeper had to do is just stretch his arms out and the ball would be under his possession. The ball would literally be under his possession. But he, he failed to do that. He did, He just... He, he half does it and then he pulls out. And I don't know what possessed him to do that. And then the ball just rolls to Sadio Mane. And all Sadio Mane has to do is just... Kind of just kill the ball. You don't have to swing at the ball, just kill the ball and he'll find this way in the rolling in the back of the net. And that's what it did. And Sadio Mane got his goal. Um, and even though Sadio Mane got his goal, I have to be a little bit critical of him in the first half. Just the little things like when he's trying to beat a man and it's in a dead ball 1v1 situation, um, it was frustrating because he'd always just be tackled. And that was before that second goal happened. Even though Liverpool were dominating a lot, it, again, final third, it just what it could have been a little bit tidier. Like, Jota, build-up play, not good. Uh, Mane trying to beat defenders. But, it, but the fact that we were constantly claiming possession, I think at one point it was 67-33, that it was kind of just under the radar. Okay, we know that if we just keep sustaining these attacks, we're, we're eventually going to get our uh, second goal. And yeah, we did. We got we got the second goal with Sadio Mane. And Sadio Mane, once again, similar to Crystal Palace, he treats Porto like Crystal Palace. He always somehow gets a goal against uh Porto and he does again today. And that was the that was the first half really. Um so yeah, dominating dominating in control. Um just needed more goals really. Um obviously you know Tuna is a dangerous scoreline. And other than that passive shot, Porto were not really in the game. And soon as it was 2-0, the bookies had Porto to win at 41-1. to So, you know when it's that bad, when it's that bad <laughs> for Porto, it means Liverpool were really in control. And the bookmakers could even see that. And yeah, second half starts now and it's practically more or less the same in terms of Liverpool being assertive. Um... Trying to create chances. Uh, trying to remember. Yeah, again, Van Dyke and Matip just clearing the clearing their lines a lot. Um, and then the third goal happens. I'd say. I think this happened like sixtieth minute. Sixtieth minute once again. Curtis Jones, he picks up the ball. Dribbling, dribbling, dribbling. 
Um, he has two options. You can play it to Sadio Mane um, and let Sadio Mane look up and hopefully find Salah back post. Or he can take an extra one, two touches, be a bit more patient and see that Salah is actually clean through one-on-one. Um, he takes the extra one, two touches, looks up, dribbles to his right, sees uh, Salah in a great position, passes the ball to Salah. Salah takes a touch. He slots the ball bottom corner. 3-0 Liverpool. Um, at this stage, it was practically game over. Two assists for Curtis Jones. Seven goals in six appearances in for uh, Mohamed Salah. Frightening form. The right form to be in as we get ready for the crucial game on Sunday against Manchester City. Um, and then after that, uh, Liverpool decide to do a few substitutions. We take off James Milner. We bring on Gomez. Uh, we take off our wingers, Mane and Salah. Um, Firmino comes on and Minamino comes on. So we put Jot on the right, Firmino central, Minamino, um, Minamino on the left. Yeah, sorry about that. And yeah, and Gomez at the right, at right back. I don't really like it because he's not a sprinter on down the channels. He can sprint in central areas, but Gomez at right back, when I see him play, it's always uncomfortable because... Just the turning and knowing that his history with knee injuries isn't great. So it, he looked more unorthodox playing right back than James Milner. Um, there was times where he was tested a little bit and Porto were finding one, two openings. Could that be down to match sharpness? Could that be down to something else? I'm not quite sure. Um, could that be down to just injury history? Not getting enough minutes in. Yeah, not quite sure. Um... And then Porto do get an opening. Um, ball down the right-hand channel. Uh, the One of the balls is whipped in. Again, similar to the Brentford goal that we conceded. That was uh, the third goal we conceded. The right-back found found right was overloaded having to mark two players at once. And Gomez was uh, that player who we left to mark two players at once. Um, just like what what we did with Trent on Saturday. And I don't know how that keeps happening, whether it's the midfielders not tracking back, whether it's just lack of defensive organisation. But yeah, one of the defenders, one of the Porto players gets ahead on it, beats Alisson 3-1. This is like 75th minute. And this is like two minutes after um, Henderson comes off and... Uh, Oxlade-Chamberlain comes on. So then, yeah, it's 3-1 at that point. But then, once again, Liverpool bounce back like five minutes later. Again, Curtis Jones passes to Firmino. The goal, the goal, the Porto goalkeeper comes out of his line, bizarrely, very bizarrely off his line. He goes around, Firmino dribbles around um, the Porto the keeper. And then he shoots with his left foot. The ball is rolling ever so slowly towards goal. So slowly. You're seeing the keeper sprint, trying to get this ball, trying to save this ball in time before it rolls over the line. 
The ball just rolls over the line as the keeper gets a palm to it and slaps it out. Um, and then we wait about 10 seconds later to see that goal line technology did in fact give us the goal. So Firmino comes off the bench, gets a goal. I love Firmino in this position. Firmino off the bench is frightening. He's frightening. He's more effective than Bobby in 18, 19 and 19, 20 because... Um, He's more involved he's more involved in the game. And I think we've finally learned how to progress play without Firmino. So you don't really need him as much. But the fact that if you want to do something different and have some sort of control in the game, Firmino coming off the bench, wonderful option to have. And also he he will still have some um instinctual um aspects in his game as a striker. Being having the fresh legs, knowing that Porto players are fatigued or morale is low, uh, uh, an energetic Bobby coming off the bench will come and hurt you in that instance. And yeah, he did that to make it four one. And then about eighty seventh minute, Curtis Jones has a shot outside the box, um, takes a deflection off a Porto player, ball falls into Firmino's path. Firmino smashes it into the net. Um, but the Alliansman calls offside at the time. And then you have a VAR check for about two and a half minutes. Ball ends up, and then after a while, they give the goal. So you could say Curtis Jones, arguably four assists. Wonderful game. Uh, Firmino, two goals, lovely. Um, and then Jota comes off. We didn't have a good game. It was similar to the Palace game where and nothing was going right for him at all. Um, and then Origi comes on to be our fifth sub, which means we didn't use Cater at all. Whether that's us being risk adverse with Cater and just saying, um, we're gonna we might use you on Sunday, but we probably it'll probably be an off the bench type situation, if anything. Um, and yeah, and yeah, that was pretty much the game. Liverpool in complete control from start to finish. Um, and yeah, man of the match has to be Curtis Jones, has to be with four assists. How how can you not be? How can you not be? Um, how can you not be man of the match? We saw him run the show today, just like the Brentford game. And I think the re- you see how uh, we managed to get more goals while Curtis Jones was on. After we he scored against Brentford and then we took him off and then we capitulated. So hopefully that's a lesson for Jurgen Klopp that you don't take off a player when they're red hot. Because look what Curtis Jones was doing tonight where he just dictated play from start to finish. Four assists. It's called, it's a, it was a Coutinho-esque performance from 17, 18 days out of Curtis Jones. I cannot lie. Easily his most impressive performance in a Liverpool shirt, um, if not in a Europe in a European performance, um, and and he's only twenty years old. We have to bear that in mind as well. This guy is only just getting his Liverpool career started, and he's twenty years old. It's not like he, he we're entering his prime years. He's still learning how the world of football works, and he's producing masterclass performances like this. Wonderful to see. Um, 
Mohamed Salah also wonderful to see. And I think the reason why we were in control so much, I didn't even mention it at all in the, my analysis, but I should. Fabinho is so underrated at just, just tidying play and just setting tempo. Obviously, you got Van Dijk and Matip for tackles and all that stuff. But when Fabinho sits in front of of two fucking uh, big powerhouse CBs, it makes dictating possession so much easier. So much easier. When Fabinho winning tackles the way he is, and then it just demoralises the opponents even more, and then it just helps us create some create, uh, play. He was, he was indirectly one of the reasons why we had so much possession. So much possession. Um, Honourable mention goes to James Milner. He looks very comfortable at right back uh, today. Um, who else gets an honourable mention? I'd probably give Sadio money, even though he, he he did score. He did score. He didn't play well, but he scored. That's why he gets an honourable mention. I don't mind you playing bad as long as you score. If that's the money we're going to have to settle with for the whole season, where overall performance isn't great, but he gets the goal, that's fine with me. That's fine. I, I don't mind you regressing like that. It means you're still contributing. But yeah, Mohamed Salah, perfect form coming into uh, this Man City game. He scored the, the, the last six games in a row. So you could probably bet your money on him scoring against Manchester City, should you choose to do so. Um, this is not financial advice, by the way. <laughs> it's just me saying he's very likely to score against Manchester City, especially when this game is at Anfield on Sunday. So, yeah, very enjoyable performance to watch from start to finish. Um, and also, PSG beat Manchester City 2-0. So, their heads will be low and our heads will be high. And that's perfect coming into this game on Sunday. Um, let's pray that Trent Alexander-Arnold miraculously recovers and he's able to play on Sunday as much as James Milner was impressive you just need Trent for for certain deliveries and I feel like I don't know I feel like we could uh, I feel like we could kind of risk Trent give him something because after this is international break just give him the the week off or whatever to recover afterwards or at least have him fit enough to be on the bench. That's what would be a lovely option to have. So then on the bench on Sunday, you know, Cater is still there. If you want, if you, if the right back situation ain't working and Trent is only fit enough to make the bench, you've got Trent Alexander-Arnold Trent Alexander there. Um, and attacking options, I guess, uh, if you need to change something, Minamino... Maybe. But yeah. Uh, that's it for today. Um, Very, very good performance. Very proud performance. Liverpool, six points. Uh, I'm not even sure what the AC Milan uh, Atletico score is. Um, I'm presuming AC Milan got something. Because the last time I checked, they were winning 1-0. So, uh, if we managed to beat Atletico twice over... I think we are through with two games to spare. Um, and that would be lovely, which means we can rest Van Dijk, can rest Salah, can rest Fabinho, can rest our midfield. 
I'd play the fringe players in midfield, honestly. That's what I would do um, if we are to qualify with games to spare. Um, but yeah, thank you guys for listening to LFC Reactions. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, tune in Sunday night. Liverpool versus Manchester City. Two Titans clashing. Um, the winner of that game will probably be top of the league um, at the end going into the international break. So yeah, hope you guys enjoyed this episode and tune in next time. Um, cheers.